Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And welcome in. It's episode 34 of Michigan's Auto Talk podcast. I am Phil Tower. It's a pleasure and uh, honor to be with you. Every episode of Michigan's Auto Talk podcast is uh, everything automobile. Automobile, truck. We come to you from the great state of Michigan, the birthplace of everything automotive. And I am producer Phil Tower. I am here on episode 34 of Michigan's Auto Talk podcast uh, with our esteemed host and co-host, Al Schwinkendorf and John Puick. Gentlemen, I think we have a fun episode in store tonight as we're going to talk oh, about... this is the best. We yeah. are going to talk about... Well, don't, don't oversell it. You never know. We're going to talk about one of the truly great all-time television vehicles. I mean, you got the General Lee... You got all these epic cars, but do you have anything? Smoking a banded Trans Am. Yes. You know what was the best television car ever? What was that? It was a movie car. No, Gator McCluskey 71 Ford Galaxy with a 429 and a four-speed. Brown moonshine car. I'm telling you, it's the coolest movie car ever. Okay. I'm going to have to do some research on it. We're talking about the It's S- not what people like. It's not like the Corvette <laughs> summer car or anything, but it was that's a car I'd want to drive. Now, let me do a little little thing here I got to say. It's a very very small world. A couple weeks ago, some night we're out doing some shopping. We stopped by West Michigan's premier Mexican restaurant, the Cantina, to have a couple shots of Jägermeister and a burrito. And next to us is this couple we start talking to. Turns out it's Kevin Barton. Kevin Burton not only, you know, races dirt track cars and stuff, the guy built the Dominator. Seriously. And he's he's here tonight. And the Dominator Thank you for on, Kevin. The Dominator is um, this is the vehicle in Storm Chasers, that that hugely popular show uh, on the Discovery Channel going uh, several years back. But Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Hey, great to be here. We'd kind of like to, for John and I, you know, who we work on mom and pop cars, but we also get into some projects and that that are kind of fun. But you get this opportunity to start from scratch and build this storm chasing vehicle. I know that your stock car skills as far as hanging body and this and that all came into effect. But did you just sit down some night and, you know, drink a bunch of beers and say, okay, I think we should do this. And then you just started welding on it. Or how did this all happen? (laughs) Well, that's kind of funny. Uh, no, it, it was it was way more spontaneous than that. It was uh, uh, one day I'm at work and my brother-in-law called me and he said, "Hey, you want to do a project this winter?" And I said, "Well, depends. <laughs> what is it?" You know. He said, "Well, you remember Reed Timmer? He's on he's on a Discovery Channel show called Storm Chasers, and he wants us to build him a car." And I said, ah, really? <laughs> you know, and it was kind of a shock, you know, and, you know, I, I, I had only met Reed one time before that. And I knew his partner, Chris Chittick, because he still worked at the golf course where my brother-in-law worked. And um, so I said, well, you know, I really wouldn't know anything about building a storm chasing car. Uh, and he said, well, let's, let's meet with him and see what he's got to say. So, 
we did. We went down to the local watering hole. We went down to Cascade Sports Grill at the time, and uh, yep. And he uh, he he laid his feel out to me, and and he said, "This is what I kind of want, and I think you can do it." And he convinced me, and we said, "Okay." So, and that's how it started. Um, and of course, there were still many questions to answer. You know, what vehicle we're going to use, and and uh, you know, <laughs> financing, obviously, um, yep. things like that. And he said, so "Don't worry have about a that." Budget? Well, no, we didn't, and, and it was completely up in the air. Uh, okay, said, so as a builder, that's the ultimate, right? Yeah, right. There you go. Yeah. Well, you know, we 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 didn't know what our budget would be. Um, actually, getting started, and we and we didn't even know what vehicle we were going to use, and we knew we had to have a base vehicle to get started with. You know, originally I was thinking, well, you know, on an SUV of some sort, so because we obviously want four wheel drive and. So we were looking at, we were initially looking at crash vehicles, you know, to try to pick okay. one up cheap. Yeah, makes sense. And, you know, because we weren't going to use the body anyway. And, well, initially, you know, that was our, our thought. Then out of the blue, uh, Reed said, here, take my 2007 Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> Which was you know, new at the time, right? Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, a, not even a year old and, and had 45,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> there's 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 and, belief in the project right there. Just go ahead yeah, and exactly, scratch the yeah. off it and weld on whenever you wish. <laughs> yeah, he committed. So you know, and uh, he sent us a check uh, to get us started, and and brought his vehicle over and dropped it off to us. Of course, it was completely covered in hail dents already because he had, he had already he had already chased one whole season with it, and it was destroyed. I mean, the body was destroyed. He was already on windshield number six. <laughs> with 45,000 miles. But Your comprehensive <laughs> will no longer cover that, sir. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, so he was really more of, uh, you know, just, hey, this is my storm chasing vehicle anyway. Let's make it better. And that's what, that's what we uh, tried to do. So that's and how it got started. Frankenstein it. Yeah, we did. Uh, so initially we got the vehicle uh, right around January 7th. I think it was January 7th when we received the vehicle finally. And at the time, we did not know there was a deadline that when we had oh, to have this done. John <laughs> so and we I started run into that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't know. And so we thought, well, okay, let's, let's, let's look this thing over and, and decide what we want to do. We did initially, we had thought about just removing the windows and replacing them with polycarbonate. Uh, maybe half inch thick polycarbonate and, um, you know, making them hail proof and then adding some protection here and there on the vehicle and then a roll cage, you know, because we're race car drivers. You know, race exactly. Car builders. I love we, that part. And you put in the, <laughs> the harnesses too. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The Racing early ones seat. had like, I don't know if they were Simpson or something like that, but they had like regular, regular race car uh, seatbelt harnesses. You bet. Yep. Yep. We had regular five point initially regular yeah. race car um so that that was our original thought you know and and it came down to i was looking at the vehicle and i was going you know there's side curtain airbags on this thing there's all kinds of oh, safety yeah. features there's seat airbags and everything and i'm like i don't want to disable that with a roll cage inside 
And so I was discussing it with my brother, who was also part of the team that helped build it. He said, well, let's build a roll cage on the outside. And that's kind of how that's that how whole idea was born. Yeah. Yeah. Build an exoskeleton, and then we'll skin it with something that'll block the debris. And that's kind of how the whole idea of the Dominator got started right there. So, And did uh, you eventually put, like, <laughs> external windows? So you had, like, the regular factory glass, but you had your Lexan or whatever you used on the outside? We did, yeah. And on the original vehicle, we kept all the original factory glass inside, and there was a reason behind that. The reason was, <laughs> well, no, not resale. Uh, initially, we had, you know, we were watching Storm Chasers. Uh, the storm, the show was already on, and we had been watching it even before Reed was on the show. And there was a vehicle on there called the Tiv, which was, yep, I remember you know, that. <clears throat> it was it was cool. Um, the guy built an awesome tank to go into a tornado, but watching the show the thing leaked like a sieve i mean they were wet all the time and it smelled terrible in there you know and they talked about the leaks all the time and i thought man if that's one thing i want to cure before we go on national tv is i don't want this thing to leak and i thought well, the you best know, way to- not only for the people but for all the electronics you've got inside that thing. oh yeah you know water yeah, and electronics and- are enemies and to keep it sealed up is i think one of the biggest moves you got to make it was one of the biggest, the smartest moves we made in the first vehicle was was to keep, you know, I said, look, here we got a GM vehicle. They got a hundred and some years of, of engineering behind them. This thing's not going to leak if we leave the interior vehicle intact. And that's what we did. Brilliant. We built an exoskeleton. Yeah, we built an exoskeleton around it, and then we put exterior windows on that could, uh, you know, withstand debris. Um Unfortunately, we made them manual, so you had to literally <laughs> roll the window down. You had to reach out and pull them up and lock them into place. We, oh, so you got to roll down the factory window and yep. then grab something, unlatch it, and move it down? Exactly. You had to, you had to actually okay. pull the window up and latch them into place. Okay. And you didn't yeah, any real generation one. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, time constraints kind of played into that. Um because when we started building the vehicle, we didn't. We thought, well, we just get it done when we get it done. And then they called us and said, hey, we start filming on April 6th. <laughs> <laughs> so no we'd really sure. like to have it in Oklahoma by then. And, you know, so I did end up finishing it in Reed's driveway in Oklahoma. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. But, but you well, know, when – oh, go ahead. No, well, when I look at them, and and we're going to break this down because our listeners are going to love this thing because I love this thing. And after we met a couple weeks ago, I came home and pulled out my Storm Chaser books and read them again because (laughs) I've been, you know, just all about tornadoes and weird weather ever since I can remember. Um, you know, when the weather gets rough, I go out driving. That's just how oh, I am. Me too. You know, if there's a sleet storm or there's heavy fog and you can only see five feet, I go for a ride. I think that's the time to go. But it's like the first one, it looks like you worked really hard to keep that sucker sealed off so air couldn't get underneath it. Yep. And then 
you know, you kind of, in the second one, you put the rams on to lock it into the ground and this mm-hmm. and that. It, the, the whole, the way you did it is like watching Henry Ford going from the Model T to the, you know, 1957 T-Bird. It's just, we learned this, we did this, and we traded that, and that's what I always thought was so cool. Well, the, the, the key to that really was um, the first year uh, I was, able to go out and actually chase with the vehicle you know wow. and i was i was following with my you know with my 2004 f-150 two-wheel drive <laughs> hoping you didn't get blown off the planet <laughs> with a yeah with a with a crap aluminum topper on the back and all my tools and a generator and i mean everything i could possibly grab from my garage right <laughs> Because I wanted this vehicle to not break down. That was always the biggest thing. It was we knew it was going to be a rivalry between Reed and you know what the Dominator and the Tiv, uh, because the the Discovery Channel was actually you know kind of manifesting that rivalry, and oh, yeah. we knew oh, it was yeah. going to. It's good. Ratings. We knew it was going to be a challenge, right? And so I wanted to you know when they had a flat tire, it would take them all day to you know, get it fixed. I wanted to be able to, if we had a flat, I wanted to be like the Indy 500 pit crew. I wanted to be out there. Boom, boom, boom. Here you go. We're still making it to the tornado. And that was the big deal. So that was, that was kind of fun. That was the fun part of it, you know, but because I was out there storm chasing with them and I got to hear the negatives and the positives of the vehicle, uh, that really, the ideas for Dominator Two and and then eventually Dominator Three. So, um, you know, that, that was kind of cool. You know, I know you do circle track racing and stuff, and I've you know raced some motorcycles, which was just for pucker factor. But um, in drag racing <laughs> and tractor pulling, it's all that. The things you learn, you're like me. You look at it and you go, okay. Maybe next time we do this a little different or that different, and mm-hmm. you do the evolution. And the thing that I love so much about the dominators is this is like um, new territory. This is no different than, you know, some team coming in and building a new formula one car. They've never done it before. It's brand new. They're doing something. But in your case, you don't, other than the, the TIV, you don't even have anything to follow And um, that whole homemade engineering having a beer back in the barn saying, you know what, we should change this. I love that. That's Americana at its best. Yeah. And it's producer Phil Tower. Hey, everyone, we are going to continue this conversation next week. We'll bring you part two of our exclusive conversation with Kevin Barton, one of the creative geniuses behind the Dominator tornado chase vehicles seen on Storm Chasers on Discovery Television. We'll continue that. You can hear part two next week when we release another episode, which will be part two of episode 34. In the meantime, don't forget to leave a review wherever you listen to this podcast and like our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Michigan's Auto Talk. Until next time, I'm producer Phil Tower. Thanks for listening. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.